America. Start. Start, Start listening. listening. Now. 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 Oh, yeah. Perfect. <sighs> oh, we are back from our various vacations. Or working. we are. Or working. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Let's say for everyone who doesn't live in the States or Minnesota mm-hmm. itself, the highly attended and famous Minnesota State Fairs this week. So. Yeah. In honor of the State Fair, this episode will be uh, deep fried and, and dipped and served with your choice of side sauce. Marinara, uh, aioli, pickled herring. It depends on your country. Sam, what are you going for? I, I just figured that the sauce itself would be deep fried, so does it really even matter? It's gotta be on a stick. <laughs> I always oh, like my dipping sauce to be crunchy. Oh, yeah. Roll that deep fried music. And welcome to another sticky episode of 12 Points from America, a Eurovision podcast from America, the country that continues to be great to leave. I'm Eric. I'm Derek. I'm Samantha. And I'm Danny. Uh, everything at the Minnesota State Fair is one, great, two, on a stick. That's basically all you need to know. Uh, <laughs> it's it's crazy. It is ridiculous the number of people that show up to it. Yes. And Everyone's like, oh, well, more people go to the Texas State Fair. And I'm here to tell you the Texas State Fair is twice as long and only narrowly beats us. They don't got nothing. They got nothing on us. That's right. And they don't have Princess K of the Milky Way, the Dairy they Queen. They sure don't. They the are Dairy Queen. Right. And the, not like the Dairy Queen, like the Moorhead Dairy Queen, but like the actual Queen of Dairy. That's right. How many <laughs> butter sculptures does the Texas State Fair have? Zero, Zero. I Zero. assume. Speaking of butter sculptures, Sam. <laughs> it's gone on for too long. I don't. I, I don't I, I, know. What I'm are you sorry. suggesting? Nothing. That I'm mostly nothing. Mostly nothing. That I don't I'm, know. That I'm soft. I melt easily, and that I sizzle when placed into a pan. You're gorgeous yeah, and sculpted. That's what we're saying. Oh yeah. No, I'm not. I'm really not. Anyway, <laughs> if you have any input on on your pick of Princess K of the Milky Way, do you, were you rooting for Miss Ramsey County or or was was Stearns County your girl? Anyway, <laughs> let us know what you were thinking uh, over at our social media. That's one two points USA on Facebook or Twitter. Just email us directly at twelve points from America at gmail.com. You can find us on YouTube where we have all sorts of crazy stuff going on, especially the series that I'm personally in love with the lyrical moments with Danny. And there are more of those coming down the pipeline in the very near future. So stay tuned. We got to get more of those recorded guys. Mm -hmm. Uh, Find us on Patreon as well. If you would like to support us uh, financially, a couple bucks or whatever your local currency is per month goes to helping this show get even better. Maybe investing in more equipment or just a pizza the next time we're all together. Anyway, we would be grateful for any, any and all help. And honestly, even if you don't, we're just happy that you're here. Because oh my crap. Oh, uh, oh my God. Oh my crap. Yeah. People are listening to us. And it's amazing because this is episode 136. Oh, yep. 136. People have been listening to us for how many hours of their existence? Ah, yeah. That's amazing. That's a lot. We're, we're grateful. We're so I grateful should, for that. I should run the numbers on that. We should have a Statmotron for our own show. But yeah, please, please do, uh, please do uh, check out the Patreon if you want. Uh, with your contributions, we can hopefully send Derek to Armenia, and with <laughs> even more of your contributions, we can bring him back. 
I was going to say, with <laughs> more contributions, we can continue our mission to make this podcast uh, even less about Eurovision. <laughs> yeah. And by episode 1000, we can record from space. Ooh. Calling it now. Episode 1000 will be recorded from space. Let's do this. Uh, Challenge accepted. So speaking, speaking of uh, not being about Eurovision, I recently went to Ireland. Woo! Uh, for a while isn't uh, it awesome it is awesome uh i went there for the least irish thing imaginable which is american college football that's right uh but <laughs> that's where that's where football was uh at the time uh and here's what my trip means for next year's eurovision uh nothing <laughs> <laughs> that's that's it that's my report okay. um i think i think there's a morale boost that was accumulated a butterfly flapping its wings as it were, that will propel Ireland to the top 10 next year. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. And, and just, and just think if, if that's what happens, I can take credit, all the credit. That's right. That's perfect. All right. As long as we're talking about things that aren't about Eurovision, I do want to start one quick argument with all of you. We may have touched on this before uh, that, until this past week, I had been, I'd spent about eight total hours in the Dublin airport where I had spent money and gone to the bathroom and so on. But there was some disagreement about whether or not I could reasonably say I had been to Ireland. So I want to, I want to fight about this uh, really quick. Liz was very adamant that I could not say that I had been in Ireland, despite the things I mentioned. Uh, and so I guess my, my question is, what what is the threshold? What do you have to have done to say I have been in X country? And I have, you have a follow to have up gone out of the airport. OK, I see. Yeah, I was I was going to say, I feel like transiting doesn't necessarily count. I, I've been at this point through Brussels, transferring from one train to another. I remember using the loo and I remember buying a pastry. But I can't. <laughs> I cannot really feasibly say that I've been to Belgium. The same thing's going to happen uh, during my itinerary to or from Armenia. I, I'm not going to be able to say that I've really been to Belgium. How long is your layover? Gotta, only about like five hours. Okay, I was looking at flights. Oh, I think it was like a twelve-hour layover in Belgium. You see that? I think you would be able to say I've been to Belgium. Like twelve hours, especially if you okay, have to so what, leave the airport. I don't think it's about time. You really gotta leave the terminal. You yeah, gotta do, I, walk around. I mean, are you leaving? That's the thing. Are you planning on leaving the terminal? Is it? Is I don't know how Brussels is because I know that if you transfer in Amsterdam and you have like a twelve-hour layover, you could feasibly hop a train from Schiphol, end up in Central Station in like twenty minutes, wander around, have a pancake. I, the, I mean, to be clear, the the train is twenty minutes. To get out of the airport to the city center is it's a, a bit, bit longer. It's a bit more. Okay, fine. And from, and from what I've read about Brussels, it's about the same. Well, okay. In that case. So maybe a little bit longer. Feasibly five hours. You could probably get out there and walk around for an hour. Have a walk. If you just really wanted to see it. See the mannequin And piece. you should. Yeah. Brussels is awesome. Uh, so, so I asked this because... On my trip to Ireland, I had <laughs> stopovers in Iceland, specifically the airport. But there were a few differences. Mm -hmm. One is that 
instead of the plane pulling up to the terminal, you have oh, to get on the bus. Oh, they turn a big crank and, and they bring you... the terminal to you. Yeah, they, they rotate, wait for the tectonic they rotate plates. the entire, yeah. Yeah, the tectonic uh, plates just expand underneath let's your rotate feet. the boards. Yeah. That's airport, that's, Wang. Yeah. That's... <laughs> Danny knows what I'm talking about. Yes, I know. Anyway, so they yeah. gave you a bus, just a cart yeah. to the terminal. So, but but then you had to go from the bus to the terminal, and in order to do that, you have to step outside in open air. For I, I will admit, about, you gotta go about somewhere five to 10 that's seconds. not the airport. Okay, you were all right. at the airport. Okay, but what if? What if? Let's say you engaged, hear me out, you engaged in capitalism in the <laughs> in the country in question, and they gave you a bag that says, and I'm holding this up, I was in Iceland. Ah, oh, awesome. In default, okay. Microsoft Word font. I'm so glad. What's the lower right. half of that bag say? Uh, right, exactly. Oh, it, good it, question. It, it says, uh, psych. Mathis House of Food. Hey. House of food? Matus, yeah. House it literally oh, okay, does mean fine. house of food, Matus. Yeah. Oh really? Um, yeah. Okay. Well, yogurt. see, I have a bag here that you can all see well as you're listening to this that says I was in Iceland. Are you okay. going to tell me the bag is wrong? Okay. I, all right. I think we're different. We need to differentiate saying I was in Iceland versus I have visited Iceland or I've been to Iceland. Also, and to be contrary, it's not a house. <laughs> <laughs> well it's got me there yeah uh, it's really more of an apartment but a flat yeah in order to have been to a country or been to a place you have to be able to answer the question oh where did you go when you were there and if you can only say airport then that's not it's not happening yeah i'm gonna have to agree with Danny. I, have a, I have a similar experience so i was flying and a, a person on the plane had a heart attack and they literally had to do that announcement. Is there a doctor on the plane? Yeah. Oh, man. And, and thankfully, he was OK. OK. But we had to divert and fly to Anchorage and spend the night in Anchorage. And I didn't do anything other than get on a bus, go to a hotel, sleep, wake up, get back on the bus, go back to the airport and fly away. And I refuse to say I've been to Alaska based on that alone. No, I think that's I think that's a matter of personal choice. Yeah, and that's say, that's, that's an edge case. I mean, because you slept there, you probably had a bite of something to eat at some point, but you didn't necessarily engage in any activity there other than eating, sleeping. Yeah, did you engage with capitalism? No, I mean, was, I engaged with capitalism. It, okay. Yeah, Eric's got one up on me. Yeah, well, <laughs> you but you did leave the airport. I will say, in terms of U.S. state edge cases... I was on a train that made a stop in Wilmington, Delaware. I would, I did not leave the train. Uh, I would, I do not consider myself as having gone to Delaware uh, because no one has. And, uh, <laughs> uh, but conversely, I was on a road trip and passed through the panhandle of West Virginia, which is extremely thin. You can drive through it in about five minutes. Mm. Uh, having said that, I stopped in that panhandle to fill up on gas and go to the bathroom. I do consider myself having been to West Virginia. That's I have yeah. the same thing with Oklahoma. Yeah, because uh, driving back from New Mexico, I kind of nipped the the very edge of of the Oklahoma Panhandle. And we filled up 
in a small town in the panhandle and then went on our way to Kansas. Hmm. So I can say I don't know about this news. I don't know about this new segment, guys, where we talk about weird places we went to the bathroom. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't say I went to the bathroom. <laughs> this week on I'm, 12 Dumps from America. I've said it like four times now. Love it. No, because I mean, uh, growing up, for me, the, the, the line was I needed to do... I, I, you needed I had to go to, I, to the bathroom. I also I had to, to do I, that I to as a eat, child, Sam. Eat, sleep, <laughs> and, and use, a, use the facilities in a location to say that I'd been there. Because I once spent uh, probably about four hours on the Italian side of Lake Como when I was in Switzerland. And I was there long enough. I engaged in in in, in capitalism. I bought a I bought a gelato, walked around the small town, but I was there for a smaller period of time than I've spent in the Istanbul airport on the way to and from Baku. So where's the line? Is it the, is it the capitalism? Is it the fact that I was away from a? I don't know. I don't know. I always draw the line at capitalism. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Just in general. Yeah. yeah. Everybody at home, what what do you what do you all think? Let us. Where have, have you, you pooped? <laughs> Where is the place you have been to the slightest? Ooh, that's Ooh. A fun. Question. And what what's the what's the line? Is it do you have to eat there, sleep there, micturate there? Just stop over. <laughs> All right. Well, we've also, already. Oh, what? Eric, what does this question. mean for Eurovision? What does it mean for Eurovision? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm setting the over under of songs that mention going to the bathroom in some fashion uh, oh. at 0. 0.5. Okay. Oh, non zero. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, are there going to be any or not? See, another sort of side question. And we can cut this if it's just getting too rambly. Have any of you not. been been <laughs> been to a place where you could see another country from the other side of the border? Not yes. set foot there. Not say that you've been. Yes. And out of curiosity, I have, I have not been to Canada. However, I have been in the Boundary Waters on a lake that faces Canada. I have looked at Canada. Yeah. I have never been there. So basically, have you visually seen a country that you haven't been to? Yes, I have seen yes. Canada. I have not been there. I, I mean. Does from a plane count? No, 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 no. Okay. Land, okay. land or sea, land or water level. Okay, in that case, no. Derek, what about you? Uh, when I was in Lithuania, there was an island that was technically Russia, mm. and we could see it, but we couldn't go there. I think for obvious reasons, <laughs> and, and there was nothing on it. It was just like trees and stuff, but. Yeah, our guide was like, yeah, that's, that's stuff? technically Russian. Oh. <laughs> Trees and stuff. Ah, okay. So that might have changed now. Yeah. Was it near, near like Kaliningrad or? <sighs> Boy, I'm not remembering now. I think so. Cool. That would make sense. I'd have to double check. I, I, yeah. I'm not I'm trying to remember what city we were in now. Sam, what about you? you? Moving. The question uh -huh. asker. I was on a train and a tour guide said that mountain over there is Slovenia. So I believe him. So I'll take that. <laughs> Just the mountain. Uh, I was in Southern Spain and the, it was clear enough that our tour guide says over, you know, over the water over there, you could just see, you could just see Morocco. The day was clear enough. Wow. I've, I've been on the Chilean near the Chilean border with Bolivia and have seen the Bolivian side from the Chilean side. And 
You've got a most lot of re- And most recently, I was at the Dead Sea on the Israeli side and could see Jordan. Oh, Michael Jordan? Yeah, he was really tall. He is really tall. Yeah. So that's how I could see him. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, I just want to travel again. Yeah. I, I was just I was just traveling this summer and I just bought tickets for my next my next big journey, but um I just want to constantly be traveling. I I think I've reached a point now where I'm good for a while. I've that's I've fair. uh been you're, over to you're Europe. Totally just, you probably no, haven't I, done laundry yet. No, I haven't. But like <laughs> I I have been to Europe three times in the last like nine months. So like I'm I'm actually okay for a while. Like I, I don't think like uh we're going a couple of us are going to SporkleCon in Washington DC. Come say hello Ooh. if you see us there. Um but other than that, I think until we go to the UK, I'm gonna stay home and play video games mostly. Um speaking of the UK in 2023 we should talk about it. Oh man, um, yeah, let's go. We're we're down to we're down to seven possibilities now. Glasgow, Birmingham, Manchester, Liverpool, Leeds, Newcastle, Sheffield. Uh, I Glasgow- can't believe Sheffield and Leeds are like in serious consideration. It I don't, I'm it not sure be. that they are, to be honest. They're in consideration. I wouldn't say serious. Right. They're the Den Bosch. Mm-hmm. They are the Den Bosch. Got to be a Den Bosch. Yeah, the uh, the ever important and always accurate uh, Eurovision betting odds uh, have Glasgow up to sixty five percent. Come on, Glasgow! Whoa. Up Scotland! Which is crazy! Really Come on, Scotland! Uh, I would be so so excited about that. Uh, <sighs> Birmingham is as a incredibly distant second at ten percent, and then Manchester at eight. I'm still surprised Manchester isn't isn't higher because. Uh, it just kind of makes sense. And Birmingham I, I, has gotten some momentum because they hosted some other thing recently. Yeah, the Commonwealth I, uh, Games. What was it? Commonwealth Games. Yeah. 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 So big, that was big jump there. Nice and Commonwealthy. So they. So I don't know. There's there's that. Uh, Derek pointed out just before we started recording also that there are now uh, some uh, betting odds for who's going to host the show. And oh my God, this is a great list. Uh, it's also a terrible <laughs> list, uh, but it's a great list. Derek, do you still have Give this us, pulled hit up? Us. Oh, I do. Yes. Uh, hit us. Give it to us. Okay, so I'll just I'll do the top three, and then I'll name some other interesting ones. But uh, number three is Scott Mills at seven percent. Yeah, totally, totally uh, logical. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, number two, Ryland Clark Neal. Yep. At twenty-three percent. Yeah. The man totally. with the world's whitest teeth. It is true. They and are. It's true. They are, it's hundred percent true. It's impossible. The beacons. The beacons are lit. Gondor calls for aid. It is. It is impressive. Yeah, he smiles. It's like a bat signal. Anyway, uh, number one is uh, is oh, Graham God. Norton, thirty three percent. Why would he host? The man doesn't want to host. He wants to be able to snipe. He's also Irish. Yeah. Well, uh, the thing, the thing is, though. The last time the UK hosted, Terry Wogan both hosted and commented. Ew. The man really? did double duty. Mm-mm. Wait, so did he come out and be like, wasn't that great? And then he went back and was like, what a bunch of crap. More or less. I mean, he delegated a lot of it to Ulrika Johnson, but yeah. So it's... That's, that's stupid. It, is. it was. Uh, not, that was not a smart move. 
at first glance, I am a little disappointed that there are not more Ukrainians on this list. I it's the betting no. odds. There should okay, fine, but there I would hope that people in the bet, UK can't bet on a country folks, that they don't know anything about. <laughs> uh, well, that's a fair point, I guess. I, I, I would love to see Timur, uh, who was one of the co-hosts back in back in Kiev. I would love to see What's him his do name? this. Uh, Timur, T-I-M-U-R, uh, Miroshishchenko? I, uh, it's... Not on the list. Uh, I think <laughs> there are two Ukrainians on this entire list of, of about 30 names that have gotten bets to this point. Mm-hmm. Um, curiously, one of these is the pairing of uh, Elena uh, Svitolina, who is a tennis player, <laughs> and her husband, uh, Gael Monfils, who is also a tennis player. Oh, she's married to Gael Monfils? Yes, uh, which I didn't <laughs> know. And then uh, Andrei Shevchenko is also okay. uh, on there. But let's get to the fun names. <laughs> okay. You, you might be up on some more of these names, but I'm just going to go ahead and throw out in 28th, their last place on this list is Pierce Morgan. <laughs> Hard pass. <laughs> I have no idea how anyone... Thought yeah. noted, bo- noted voice of international brotherhood Pierce Morgan. <laughs> uh, that just makes yeah. me let's, let's move on. Yeah. Let's move All, on. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Pierce Morgan is tied with something called Lord Sugar. Oh, I think Lord Sugar is on the British version of The Apprentice. Okay. Oh, Christ, no. <laughs> uh, so, so, some other fun names I'm seeing uh, Cliff Richard, sure. Uh, Ricky Gervais. Oh, I'd love Ricky Gervais. That uh, would be hilarious. That would be uh, problematic, but it would be hilarious. Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. Jonathan Ross. Uh, yeah, Jonathan Ross. Wussy, Wussy, uh, yes. Also, also towards the bottom. There's no way this would ever happen. But, but please do. Paul Hollywood. Yes. <laughs> Ooh. What Just so we could say, after a poor performance, oh, it's a little underbaked. <laughs> Get Prue in there as well. It's a bit stodgy. Yeah. But just lovely? imagine how amazing the snacks in the press center would be. Oh my god. Oh. Oh, we get done with uh, every week, you know, all the, 26, all the 26 acts play, and then he's like, alright, now for the technical. <laughs> you have to sing a song with just the ingredients and the barest the barest notes. <laughs> Good luck. Your bare notes are C, D sharp, <laughs> F. Just outside of the top ten, the, the other name that excites me a little bit is Mel Gidrich. Mm-hmm. Yes, she would be she would be absolutely uh, fantastic. She was commenter for many, many years. She would be brilliant. And frankly, I feel like if Mel Gidrich is somehow selected for this, she could be on the same level of love and care but still slightly unhinged that I like to think Filomena Cautela, the, the one of the Portuguese hosts had that I love. Also so, a bake off host. Yes. And Eric, any others in- uh any others you're intrigued by here? Uh I mean nobody's really blowing me away. I, I think there's there's some good choices in here. I've seen a lot of them on like panel shows on that. I think they'd be fine. There's a lot of um I don't know how else to describe them other than knit sweater Brits that we could uh, <laughs> see uh, hosting. So when I was uh, when I was in Ireland, uh, we had access to I 
I'm guessing it's a British station and not an Irish station, but it's a TV station just called Dave. Oh yeah, that, yeah, that's, that, that's British. Yeah. Okay, that that just rebroadcasts like the good panel shows, and and uh, I watched. Listen, I watched a whole lot of What I Lie to You. Oh, love it. And and so because of that, I want David Mitchell in charge of everything. Look, I you're ruining all of my actual predictions for the prediction segment of the show. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to do one better. I say husband and wife act. Get Ooh. Victoria in there. You're literally the taking all of my predictions. <laughs> yeah, uh, we we caught a, a, a what I lie to you with Greg Davies. Who I also love. Uh, who would also be a great... Uh, a great host, especially if he just remains seated and has Alex Horn do everything the whole time. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Stop mentioning man. everyone from my prediction. <laughs> all right, all right, okay, all right. Okay. We'll stop. We'll stop. All right, uh, let me throw out one that's not in your list for sure. Oh, okay. How about Jimmy Carr? Oh, my God. <laughs> Would you like to see the name? <laughs> <laughs> I just have to keep got on that list. striking names off of here. Oh, God. Uh, I, I have a few. I thought of a few, but I I, I feel like I can't. Just, just stop. Just stop. You can't okay. now. We'll 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 okay. the funny side of things. The queen. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> just come out and host. Paddington. It. Paddington to host. <gasps> oh yes. Oh. I did have a prediction concerning Paddington. I don't know. Oh, okay, so I feel like just... we have. I feel like we have a couple. You know, we have a better grasp on UK culture over there. If this is in, you know, France or Spain or Portugal, it might be harder for all of us. But this is the UK. We know plenty, and so like I feel like we can all speculate on things that are quite likely going to be part of the show, part of the presentation. Like I don't know if Paddington isn't at. If maybe if it was in Glasgow, they'd be leaning more into Scottish things. But I mean, if it's in any uh, anything in in England, like uh, Paddington is like a sure bet. Without a doubt. Just imagine him holding a little room. Ukrainian flag. It'd be so cute. Just yeah. Aww. Aww. All right. Stupid rumor of the week. Paddington Bear is going to host. That's right. And, uh, <laughs> Just a gross We've... CGI. Like how like Snow White hosted the Oscars that one year. What was that whole thing? Or Donald Duck. Did, or did you see uh, uh, Snoop Dogg and Eminem as their bored apes in the metaverse during the VMAs over the weekend? Uh, <sighs> it was awful. Awful. Don't... Speaking of the VMAs, though, ah, Hon- yes, won an award oh, sure. and performed. And and I gotta say, uh, uh, it was really horny. You know, they're uh, really just letting it all hang out. And by it, uh, I mean Damiano's butt. Like they're just they're they really will do whatever they want now. They're one of the biggest biggest acts to come out of Eurovision ever, and they are just like, yeah, you know what? We're gonna show everything. Well, I, a thing I heard, uh, I mean, and yeah, there was definitely a lot of Damiano butt going on. <laughs> uh, uh, but Victoria, uh, their bass player, ah, yes. uh, I am given to understand, also contributed to the almost constant camera cuts away yeah. from the stage uh, <laughs> as as they were performing. Uh, <sighs> yeah. Anyway, Monoskin's great. They are great. Just, just incompatible with live television, uh, as it <laughs> as it turns out. All right. Let's just say they could safely say they visited whatever city they've been in now. Yes. <laughs> they, <laughs> even and if that's they don't our have, show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, all right. So before we kind of dive into our topic that we've kind of mentioned a little bit already, uh, already. we kind of wanted to, to throw back to our ongoing series of why my country slash city should host Eurovision. Oh, we had better. Yes. All right. We got a lovely, lovely thread uh, on our Twitter, which again is one, two points uh, USA. Uh you can find us on Twitter and Facebook and all that good stuff. Oh my God, I'm going into my spiel again. Anyway, our friends over at ESC Philippines wrote to us asking or answering the question, why the Philippines and Manila in particular should host Eurovision 2023. And this is actually a really nicely well thought out answer. So I'm number in. one, this is not the first time the Filipinos have helped Europeans seek refuge as they've been one of the first countries to welcome Jewish refugees during World War II. That's pretty awesome. Damn. Uh, we already have a venue, the Araneta Coliseum, which has a seating capacity of 16,500 people. It hosted the Thrilla in Manila, as well as the first Binibining Filipinas, uh, which I'm not sure which that is, but it sounds <laughs> awesome. Compact venue with mall and hotels surrounding the arena, which is always helpful. If the Coliseum is not available, the Mall of Asia Arena is a great alternative. It's a bit small, only hosting 15,000, but it's got the same compact design and also hosted Miss Universe 2016. Sounds Steve Harvey seeing the wrong winner. This is a reference. So using uh, Ellie, Ellie made, so uh, Ellie Chalkley, a dear friend of ours uh, and contributor to ESC Insight, uh, she makes a constant reference to what she calls the cheap and hot graph. In, in terms of the idealness of a location hosting Eurovision as the inexpensive the in, in, inexpensiveness of the city and the warmth of the city in the month of May. Sure. So the Philippines is hot and cheap enough for fans and delegations. It's just more fun in the Philippines. Gotcha. And lastly, the best thing about Manila hosting the contest is that I can watch it at an agreeable time and not at the ungodly hour of 3 a.m. Thank you very much. That's commendable. And... Uh, yeah, so to our friends at ESC Philippines, thank you so much for for writing that in. Uh, Salamat, I think is how you say thank you in, in Tagalog, but I could be wrong. Feel free to correct my terrible pronunciation. Everyone in the Philippines just holding up for that Australian win. <sighs> That'd be cool. It would be. So let's come to our actual topic of discussion. Cool. We kind of yeah. did this, I think last year we kind of did this. Mm -hmm. But as we prepare for the BBC to unveil what their actual host city is going to be. And I think the, the, the bids uh, are going to be open until September 8th, if I'm not mistaken. And also considering the opening of this year's Eurovision season, considering that September 1st, this is sort of the traditional day one. And that's coming up in the very near future or in the past. Well, not if you're, Israel, when you're listening to this. So. Yeah. Well, by the time you're hearing this, song. happy new year, Woo! everyone, especially <laughs> you. Yeah. You, you know who I'm talking about you so we wanted to get our predictions for the eurovision 2023 season uh i feel like we've already kind of screwed danny over by <laughs> only one thing okay so so what are we all expecting or hoping for for the 2023 music. event music lots of music i have more but i'll start with that i i, I oh. feel like we, we've slighted danny enough he should start. yeah danny okay so you have the floor. The topic was basically a QI. The prediction was like a QI or eight out of ten cats regular is chosen as one of the hosts. On the realistic side of predictions, I had like 
a Sue Perkins or a Bill Bailey type. And then, like, on the very unrealistic side of expectations, I had David Mitchell and Victoria Corrin Mitchell. Uh, I had Alex Horn. Uh, I said Simon Amstel, if they want to never host again. And James A. Caster, also, if they never want to host again. (laughs) (laughs) I think, think, Sam, if we have Noel, we need Richard Ayawade also. Sure. Oh, my God. Yes, please. That'd be fantastic. There he is. Uh, Having Uh, said that, I, I still... I still want as many Ukrainian hosts and contributors as possible to this. Yeah, it, absolutely. It, it is their contest. This might just be more from our side of things, like NBC or Peacock, but I can just predict that like the Eurovision is going to be half ASC content for us over here, and it's going to be annoying and it's going to be boring. I think it might be more than just the ASC, considering that next year the Canadian the version Canada is going to be thing. Yeah, that's going to be launching. Yeah. And Latin America supposedly is also going to be launching in 23. So it might not just be us. They might be more of a focus on. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be with all of those spinoffs. I can just see that there's going to be little mentions of it everywhere. Probably your guys are going to see it there in person and we're going to see it over here on Peacock or whatever streaming they're going to do it. I mean, <sighs> I mean, Junior, a contest that they also have run for 20 years now uh, gets what, 30 seconds uh, during a semifinal, yeah, yeah. Uh, which yeah. is a disgrace, by the way. I, I, I think Junior's the the great. minimum should be a performance by the winner of Junior, at yeah. some somewhere during the live shows. I, I, I a, think conveniently I think enough, that's that the least they should do. Yes, so. and conveniently enough, that gets to my third prediction, which is probably my most serious prediction, and it has to do with Junior Eurovision. And I'm just saying this: uh, the entries that we're going to see for Junior Eurovision this year are going to cleave close to the Armenia model. I think we're going to have some very adult-sounding kids' songs all going for it. Now, I feel like this is a trend that even extended back a couple of, Like, uh, we're laying a lot of this on Kami Kami, but uh, looking back, I think that like a song like Vidkrivai was probably also a little bit more closer to the adult side of things rather than the childish kitty friendly sort of things um and this is definitely not to say that someone else will have a chance france is probably going to send something super super uh you know something that i would see on nick jr and they're probably going to crush it too like they always (laughs) do but i honestly think we're going to probably see three or four countries really go for catching that more mature really really cool magic that armenia was able to get last year we haven't really discussed this, but this was major news that's happened since the last time that we recorded. The fact that the United Kingdom is rejoining Junior. Yeah. Oh. How? Yeah. I, I. Graham Norton's leading the odds for that. Too, so. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you think that the UK is going to, I mean, are, are they going to go more mature? Are they going to go a little bit more youthful? I mean, youthful. it's their first year. How do you think they're going to yeah. do? They're going to send trash. They have a contest to host <laughs> coming up. They don't want to. They don't want to do anything record, too crazy. And for the record, when I say first year, I should say first year in like in a long, seventeen long years. In a long, yeah. long time, yeah. they did it in the first three years of the contest, but they haven't been back in a long ass time. Wow, the first host is already a burnout. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm unsure. I mean, if that's going to be another sort of like holistic prediction that we all make, I think we can all go more. Traditionally, JESC, 
probably going to see a group. I'm going to I'm going to say my prediction is they do like a sort of kid friendly group, like uh, like how Holland did a couple years back. Okay. Oh, uh, that song was great. They're Thank best you. friends. At every best friends. Derek, what uh, what are you thinking for 2023? Be be bold. Go for it. Okay. Uh, my uh, first prediction in terms of placement, I think after the uh, strong performances by Spain and the UK this year, I'm going to give it to Germany. I think they're going to get it together again. Oh, yeah, wow. you took mine. You okay. Mine. A fair prediction from anyone. It's about time. And, and conversely, I think last place in the final this year is not going to be a big five. Oh, oh okay. I hope you're the first right. time in about... They'll finally send a real, <laughs> real bad one. <laughs> Still make the final, but then yeah. tank. Yes. Yep. It'll squeak through. The final, It'll probably be Norway or, or ice or um, oh, Finland, my. but we'll see. Norway is uh, is the king of last place. Is that, is that Finland right? is they, only one behind. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, we're pulling for you, Finland, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If, if they're UMK is anything like as good as it was this past year. And now that oh. the Rasmus isn't going to do it again, I'm assuming they're not going to do it again. They better not. Please no. If I thought, if the other also rands are as good for UMK next year, assuming they do a UMK, making big predictions here. I I think Finland could be up there again. Anyway, that's not one of my official predictions. Anyway, Derek, back to you. That, that was just a joke. I'm not hoping Norway or Finland comes last. I'm just saying with their track record, who knows? Kind of a wild prediction. I'm maybe this is just a hope, but I want to. Um, I'm thinking a country we haven't seen at the contest recently is going to make a comeback. I had to wonder about that too. I, I are you thinking about like like Hungary coming? To, there's, I mean, that's that's a Hungary real, is real not coming. Shot, but you know, like, you're thinking like Andorra is going to make it. Finally, again, or more like a like a Bosnia. Yes, I was thinking Bosnia is probably the most likely. Oh, they might sure. some money in their couch cushions and <laughs> get it sorted. I think there's something to be said for not going on the cheap, but putting together a more modest staging and performance, and being able to do something with limited resources and still have a really strong showing. That may not be as intimidating for some countries, and I think they might try and go for it again at least I, I i hope this every year honestly <laughs> but we'll see and finally my big show stopper prediction that everyone's gonna hate Ooh. i think this is the year sweden is not gonna qualify oh wow Ooh. hey listen i was right about my prediction last year that the uk was finally gonna get their shit together uh <laughs> so i'm i'm <laughs> i'm glad that someone is gonna say that sweden I mean... is finally gonna lose it <laughs> You, I mean, yeah, you you picked you picked the UK to win in one of our crazy prediction shows a while back. Uh, that might have been the contest that ended up getting canceled. But hey, you know what? They're about to host. I will we'll we'll give Danny partial credit for. Yeah, I mean, they won the jury vote this year. He was off by one place, and I think that's damn closer than any of our other predictions. Yeah, seriously. So the top ten will be as follows in order. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! We should do like a top five guess and just see who gets the closest. Oh, yeah, I'm surprised we've gone through two of us and sort of one of Sam's already, and no one's touched on sort of I don't know consequences for the voting weird. That so that like, was that a thing? Okay. That's that's my first. That's my first big prediction. There will be Go absolutely no consequences for any of that. Okay. Uh, that that is not what I want to have happen. It's not what I think should happen, but it's what I think is going to happen. Romania, who who I think 
yelled the loudest about the injustice and how they weren't going to come back just confirmed that they are coming back. Yeah. So like, I, I, I really think that what's going to happen is as that they're going to just sort of explicitly or otherwise just kind of forget this, this cheating thing ever happened. Uh, that is not what should happen. My prediction is that it will. What and about the, what about a country like Azerbaijan that I think like benefited the most from from the well, voting and also I've, I've, might be a little bit butthurt I've about noted, Armenia. I've noted a number of uh, frustrations with Azerbaijan just generally in terms of in terms of how they seem to always get points and 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 things like that. Uh, so if anyone's going to get punished, it should be them, I guess. Sam, what were you going to running say? scared still say? weighing heavily on your conscience, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Too soon. I was just going to say that even if we don't necessarily see a country, you know, getting a slap on the wrist or some sort of, you know, punishment for all of this, that doesn't necessarily mean that actions aren't being taken behind the scenes. That the work with the the auditors, the the vote tabulators uh, with Zika May, we don't know what they're doing in order to prevent this kind of thing from happening in the future. And frankly, they probably shouldn't lay all the cards out on the table and say, this is what we're doing because then people can kind of circumvent it. So Hopefully behind the scenes discussions are being placed onto how do we continue to avoid this in the future? Because at the end of the day, they did catch it. They did. It was pretty blatant though. I mean, that's, Martin mm. was not happy. No, oh. that was a angry, angry Martin. You wouldn't like him when he's angry. I mean, we've seen his crime novels. We know what's in that <laughs> head. That's right. Yeah. I, I, I guess I do think there could be some changes to like the size of juries which is a thing that's been thrown out or something oh, like yeah, that. We talked about uh, that. But in, in terms of like repercussions for the countries that capital C cheated, mm. I, I, I don't think there's going to be a, a, anything significant, even though I think there definitely should be my other one prediction. And it's a big one. Ukraine is going to win again. Oh, oh, really? Again? Yeah. I, I it's I not will... like, it's not like support for them has, is just going to completely vanish. And they're I will... on a hot streak as far as their entries. I mean, not, nobody's saying that they're not sending quality. They're sending quality. I will reserve judgment on that until I see what happens to Junior. Hmm. Oh, that's sure. a fair point. Because you know that they will be a Junior this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If if they also win Junior in a in a ridiculous televote, like just trampling right. of, of and, everyone and, you know and granted we all know that the junior voting system is very very different from the senior voting system it's not mm-hmm. you know you just call or text it's you you pick three so you have to pick ukraine and two other countries so it's i mean or- if anything i think that helps ukraine potentially because because then you know if there are two songs you really like you can be like oh i guess i'll give ukraine a vote because ukraine <laughs> Uh, or, see. or something like that. I'm not saying that they're going to get 600 points again or 400 televote points again. I don't think that's ever going to happen again. But I, I just think seeing what happened this year, I, I can't foresee bet, betting against Ukraine to just win again in 2023. Mm. Was oh, was did you hear any like uh, Ukrainian like sentiment while you were in Ireland at all? Like yes. that sort of vibe over there. Yes. Uh, so there's there's mention in a, a number of different places uh, about the the number of of Ukrainian immigrants that have come to Ireland in the last in the last six months. Uh, it's in the ten. I want to say it's in the tens of thousands. And yeah, they, they've they're 
very openly welcoming to them and and very outspoken about about how they want to be a, a refuge for 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 Ukrainians and uh, and they have been. It was very strong uh, when I was there. But yeah, that's that's my prediction. Uh, Sam, what uh, what are you thinking? Uh, well, like I said, Derek already stole my my prediction that Germany's going to do better than we have seen them do recently, which I would love to see. Um, I was going to say that we're going to see a continuation slash potential uptick in linguistic diversity, which I've been seeing over the last couple of years. I mean, the fact is we have had more non-English winners over the last you know five years than we've had in a very, very long time. And it's it's fantastic to see that not only is performing in a native language no longer a strike against you, people are seeing the authenticity in a song that is being performed in that, in, in native language. So it's, it's a boon, you know, if you're going to perform, be authentic. And that goes through linguistically as well. You know, a good song, the message is going to cut through no matter what it is. So I would love to see that continue or grow even in a country, a host nation where English is going to be widely spoken. Uh, on a side note, I'm looking forward to whoever the hosts are. I'm looking forward to seeing how wonderfully terrible their French is going to be. <laughs> well, it is. It, it'll be Britain. So they'll find someone. They'll find someone who can actually bust it out. Nothing. I like don't Mika. know. What if they just get no. Mika again? Like, what if they just do? <laughs> that would be hilarious. Actually, I mean, what if they just he's... say you want to come back for year two? <laughs> He can be anything you like, so yeah, that's right. <laughs> so he's got he's got as much of a connection to Britain as he does to Italy, so why not? Yeah, stronger yeah. perhaps. Absolutely. <clears throat> yeah, give him an encore. And my last idea is that considering the love hate relationship that the United Kingdom seems to have with Eurovision, that the fandom and the public at large is going to have some sort of a massive existential crisis over the contest. <laughs> What do you mean? You are going to see the dedicated fandom waving their flags, going absolutely nuts. You're going to have the same, you know, the people who, whenever there is a an article on Eurovision, you see the comments on social media and people absolutely poo-pooing it. This happens every year. I feel like those tensions are going to be ramped up even higher. Then if you toss in, if Glasgow hosts it, then you're going to have the Scottish independence referendum, all that discussion going on. And tensions are going to be ranked up even higher. And I, as an American fan, I'm just going to sit here and observe the whole thing and go, holy crap. Yeah. So I'm just, it's going to be you're very, just very be interesting that... to see the people who are flag waving, died in the world, die hard, UK number one. Nobody ever votes for us because of politics hosting the contest after having done very, very well in both public and jury and having to eat their words or, or, or people who are poo-pooing the contest, having to run themselves around in circles and fall over their own tails saying how useless the contest is when they somehow are now having literally thousands of people flooding into the UK for a touristic purpose and for this arts festival that is so beloved and that's why Piers Morgan. No, uh, <laughs> this, it was it was kind of a rambly way to say it, but it's just the sort of when the people who poo poo the contest now have it Back in their backyard. Again. That, yeah, yep. Ah, can't escape it. But yeah, the people who pan the contest now have the contest in their own backyard, 
How do they react? I think some will be very fair weather about the whole thing. Others will be not. I don't know. Just stick up their noses and not care, I guess. Well, then they're the ones missing out on a party. I do wonder like what uh, I think a bit about like the ticket sales. Oh, the uh, demand is going to be massive. Demand yeah. is going to be absolutely huge. Yeah, it's going to be. You think I can get a ticket at the door? No. <laughs> a ticket to just... turn around and go home. I think I could just show Maybe uh, from a scalper. Yeah, I was going to say. Is that legal yeah, maybe there? For... Maybe I could get snuck in in a pasty truck. <laughs> well, Danny, if you sort of nestle yourself on top of Derek's shoulders and then you wear a giant trench coat. Oh, God, we'll be a Vincent Adultman kind of thing. Perfect. Yeah. Yes. That is that is my prediction. <laughs> oh, that we'll do that? that no, that, that you sitting on, on Derek. <laughs> actually, my new, my new prediction now that Derek took my Germany thing is that Danny sitting on Derek's shoulders on a trench coat will be hosting the contest next year. Can you believe it? Madonna wins. Ha. And we're back to poo poo again. Uh, right. Before we wrap things up, do we want to make a prediction for Interval Act? It's the UK. They have their pick of the litter. Um, you know, a lot of people will be traveling. I, I think it but, depends uh, on who, uh, it depends on the city. Depends. You think it's that city dependent? Well, we were joking before I think we started so. recording. Well, that I if think... it goes to Manchester, it's going to have Oasis. <laughs> My I, not... neither of those two a holes are going to come anywhere close, I know. even if it is Manchester. <laughs> My prediction will be Kalush Orchestra and Sam Ryder duetting on a project. Oh, that's good. That'll be the second one. Before that, it'll be uh, Sugar Babes. <laughs> Steps. We'll have yeah, flying the flag <laughs> for you. We'll have spicy. Do you think there's going to be like a that Joe much of a retrospective for like the Jake. the glory of Britain winning Eurovision past? I you think they I have a know. right to that? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was going to be one of my predictions. Actually, was this is going to be a UK show start to finish with maybe a <laughs> passing mention? Oh, by the way, Ukraine won last year. I God, I hope not. I, I really hope uh, you're. I hope you're wrong. I want to be wrong about that. Yeah, I could see it for sure. Depending on um, how the international situation progresses, I do believe we may get an appearance from Zelensky. Oh, that'd yep. be that'd be brilliant in person. Or... Zoomed in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to say probably, you know how, like, I don't know, like for a few years, Michelle Obama did like a recorded bit for the Oscars right before they read Best Picture. Oh, I yeah. think we might do like a recorded bit, like a proper, well-produced recorded yeah, bit. Yeah, if he shows he up in person, I'm not writing that off. I'm not writing that off. I I would write that off. I I he hasn't been. I mean, has he left Ukraine at all? No, not really. Okay, well, he's not going to leave for Eurovision then. Didn't he, he say that? Uh, do some kind of thing at the UN or something? Yeah, I was going to say you may have done some UN activities. Oh, okay, well, that's the UN then. I, I mean. <laughs> He's understandably. He's, yeah, yeah. I just can't see him actually going. But some sort of recorded message, absolutely, uh, I think makes sense. When I say it depends, the interval act depends on the city. I mean, especially if we're in Scotland versus England. If we mm -hmm. are in Glasgow, the the possibility of a Scottish act, I will throw out churches because I can. Prince Ferdinand is from Glasgow too. Like, yeah, something Ooh. like that becomes a lot more likely if it's Glasgow. Yeah. By the way, did you know that 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 arena in Glasgow is among 
the it, it varies from most year to year. Haunted but... in the world. No, it's it. What? No, it's it's. Uh, <laughs> uh, as of twenty eighteen, was in terms of ticket sales the fourth busiest arena in the world. What? Wow. The Hydra. The... Like, are they ahead of the yes. O two? Like, what's the O two isn't even in the top ten. Wow. What? <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Oh, Madison yeah. Square Garden. Ma Madison uh, Square Garden's consistently number one, uh, and, and a, a lot of these okay. are like, like a, a fair number of venues that like have both an NBA team and an NHL team, so they have oh, sure. a bunch of these home games in a year. Uh, but it, it, the list I'm looking at, yeah, uh, the OVO is is one of four arenas to sell more than a million tickets in wow. uh, a year in wow. as of as of 2018. Madison Square what Garden is one. Uh, what's that? What are the other three? Yeah, Madison Square. Uh, 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 the Forum in L.A. Oh yeah. Uh, which it which is not home to any sports teams anymore. At least not not any uh, of the men's professional sports teams. They might have a. Uh, nope, they have no sports teams. They're still busier than than. Uh, I'm not calling it the Crypto.com Arena. The the Staples Center, uh, <laughs> as it was known, uh, has two NBA teams, and they're somehow less busy. The other one that gets a million a year is the Wisink Center. Which is in uh, Madrid. Oh, uh, that makes sense. Yeah, it's probably the yeah. stop in Madrid for everyone touring. Mm -hmm. Yep, and yeah, there's uh, the rest of the top ten. There's one in Paris, uh, Barclays Center, which is where the Brooklyn Nets play. Mm. Uh, is is there? Then you have the arena in Detroit that has multiple sports teams. The arena in Philadelphia that has multiple sports teams. Then you have the Manchester Arena, and you have the Sydney Superdome, which is not a dome. Uh, but it is in Sydney, so and I I imagine it is just super. <laughs> so, <laughs> so two of the two of the potential venues for next year's contest are in that list. Manchester, yeah, and and they would have to shut down for a month, a month and a, a month and a half. Oh my god! So uh, mm. that raises some questions, perhaps, but mm. I don't know. We'll see. So see all in Sheffield is what you're saying? Uh, yeah, Sheffield, baby. <laughs> All right. Well, everybody at home, what do you think is going to happen in the 2023 Eurovision cycle? And I can't believe we're even talking about the 2023 cycle already. It's time. It's the new yeah. year. Happy we're throwing new it year. out there. It's everyone else's turn to make a dumb rumor of the week. Start them now. Yep, absolutely. Uh, let us know what you think. Uh, you can email us directly, 12pointsfromamerica at gmail.com. You can uh, find us on Twitter and Facebook, 12pointsUSA. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, wherever you're listening to us, if it gives you the option to like, subscribe, give a review, please do so. It helps other people find us. Um, watch our crazy stuff on YouTube. Danny has put his heart and soul into some of these really stupid lyric videos. That we're all very, I'm very here proud to of. bring sophistication to the dumbest music contest on earth. He was sitting in front of a pump organ, everybody. If you want to watch Danny and his pump organ. Code or YouTube. Well, slow down. Say that again. Say that again. <laughs> I know <laughs> what I said. Put a spin on it. I know exactly uh, what I said. Am I wrong? Anyway. Uh, anyway, if you'd like to support us financially, you could do so through Patreon. We appreciate everything that you do. Um, and we appreciate you appreciate that what we do. Uh, again, if you don't, our normal content isn't going anywhere. But if you do, you get some extra special bonus content. So consider it. <sighs> All right. Do it. Are we uh, are we ready to wrap up till next time, everybody? Oh yes. Yeah, we've we've wasted enough of our listeners' wonderful time.
Yep. Patreon. Yeah. All right. Well, in that case, everybody, until next time, I've been Samantha. I've been Derek. I've been Eric. And I've been Danny. And his pump organ in America. (laughs) Stop Stop listening listening now. Testing, testing. Oh, oh that's yeah. worse. Yeah, that, unplug and plug it robot back again. again.